Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. the show already. Turner drives the ball left center field. Back it goes. It's gone again. On a team full of stars, none shining brighter than Trey Turner. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Flippin' Bats Now post-game show. Team USA with an absolutely dominant victory over Cuba here tonight in Miami. Alex and I are live on the field for our first post-game show from the field. I just caught up with Paul Goldschmidt seconds ago. We're going to talk to him here in a few minutes. We have a ton to talk about. Alex, what an awesome night here in Miami. The vibes from the beginning of the game were very high. Yep. Really, the Cuba fans were taken out of it pretty quickly because very early on, they were very loud, and USA dominated this game. They did. USA did exactly what they were supposed to do tonight on the mound, at the plate, and they're going to the ship, what? <laughs> they're going to the ship, what? But things could have been very different in that first inning. Right off of the top, Adam Wainwright got into a bit of trouble with bases loaded, no outs, ended up walking in a run, but that was it. That was it for Adam Wainwright. He got out of trouble and got the job done in that first inning. Look, I, I need to say this. I can't give enough credit to Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright was getting a lot of flack from USA fans after that first start, which really wasn't all that bad. Yeah. Everybody, I think, undervalued Great Britain a little bit. But he wasn't great. He wasn't sharp. He came out tonight and was everything we, we could have asked for. You know what? That trouble he got in in the first inning, was it really his fault? I mean, they got four guys on base without a ball leaving the infield. Yeah. I mean, without hitting a ball that landed in the outfield grass. Not a lot of hard contact. Some misplays in the infield. Next thing you know, bases are loaded. It's a one nothing ball game. Adam Wainwright was fantastic tonight. He des deserves a ton of credit for getting out of that inning with only one run being scored. And look, in that ball game with the way it was early on in this game, I was the first to wonder, should Nolan Arenado have gone home there, or should he have probably gone to turn two? Yeah. Maybe have two outs and get out of the inning quicker. Arenado should never be questioned ever when it comes <laughs> to anything on defense. Goes home, then you get a pop out. Inning ends after that, three outs, one run scored. And for me, Adam Wainwright getting out of that and then going four innings, one strikeout, one earned run on five hits, most of those being – Dinkers in the first inning. In the inning. first inning. Adam Wainwright was phenomenal tonight and deserves tons of credit. And we might just be seeing him on the backfields when he gets back to spring training, getting some extra PFP work in because that guy is incredible defensively, but it's spring training time. Maybe he needs some extra PFPs. No, he did great tonight. And we said in the pregame show, we need to see four solid innings from Adam Wainwright. He did just that. He spoke 
to Ken Rosenthal after the game, and he said, we're playing because we love this game, but we also love this country. And there's nothing more special than this moment and what they're doing right now, and they're going to the championship. But pitching in general here tonight for Team USA got the job done. Yeah, that this needs to be said because obviously the concern with Team USA is the pitching, yeah. right? That's the one concern that comes to mind. So then you use Lance Lynn last game. You you use a lot of the bullpen because of the way the game transpired. Tonight, Adam Wainwright to Miles Michaelis, and they got the job done. This is exactly what Team USA needed to do. I was in the press conference room when Mark DeRosa came in there earlier, yep. and he talked about the pitching tonight. He said, you know what? Adam Wainwright was pretty frustrated that he didn't get the ball in that last game. Mm -hmm. And that's what you like to see out of a yeah. guy, right? You want him to be frustrated. But he said, I'm going to find a way to get you in. He ended up starting this game, and he said, you're going to see multiple starters in this game. I'm going to piggyback starters. I'm going to. We're going to see at least two starters, and that's all it took to get this yeah. done. Team USA getting out to that commanding lead and holding it was huge for the pitching going into the championship because I don't know if you heard, Alex. Yeah. They're going back-to-back -back championship Woo! appearances. Reigning champions. Yep. Can they pull it off? We will see, but they are going back, and tonight, the pitching and the offense were a big reason why. And let's talk about that offense because America's hero last night picked up right where he left off. Trey Turner, America's shortstop, multi-home run game tonight after his grand slam to send USA to the semifinals yesterday. You know, I don't think Trey gets enough credit for power. I think when yeah. people think of Trey Turner, they think, Speed. High average guy, steal a lot of bases, really, really fast. But Trey Turner has four home runs in this tournament, which is the most for a Team USA player ever in the World Baseball Classic. And Trey Turner is the first player in World Baseball Classic history with four-plus RBIs in consecutive games. This guy's on a roll. Aside from what he did tonight, he was the hero for all of America he last was. night. He was. And then he just propels it right into today. He's thriving. You, you couldn't miss it. You go on social media, he's just floored with Trey Turner for president. Yeah. Trey Turner is America's shortstop. He is. And I saw before the game today, after batting practice, he was reposting Ryan Zimmerman talking about it. He was he was the hero, and he carried that into today. He was, he was incredible. Trey Turner, second multi-home run game in Team USA World Baseball Classic history, joining his hitting coach, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr., back in 2006. How cool is that? It is, and I love seeing Ken Griffey Jr. in the dugout, being one of the first guys to celebrate and congratulate all of these players after they get a big hit, after they get a home run in the dugout. I mean, that's got to be so cool because he's a guy that these guys grew up watching and idolizing and yeah. learning from, and it's just a full circle, really special moment. The other crazy thing about Trey Turner, he's hitting in the nine hole. <laughs> like, that's the other thing you got to remember. He is at the bottom of the stacked lineup, and he's gone off these last two games. I need to ask Trey at some point. If they win if they win on Tuesday, yeah. we'll talk to him on the field probably. I need to ask him if he has ever in his life yeah. hit ninth. And I guarantee you that answer is no until the, the other night. You mentioned King Griffey Jr., and he's, in, he's involved in a stat with Trey Turner now. Yeah. I was on the field pregame for batting practice for the United States, and I just – it was so cool for me, and I'm not even playing. Yeah. It was so cool for me to see King Griffey Jr. talking hitting mm -hmm. with specifically right when I was in front of him. King Griffey Jr. was talking to Cedric Mullins, Kyle Higashioka, Pete Alonzo about the logistics of hitting, you know, getting super 
analytical and super like in the weeds about what to do with your swing and bat angles. And just a guy that played for so many years, man, I wish I had had that. The kid, maybe I would have hit over 230 in my professional career if I had <laughs> King Griffey Jr. as my hitting coach. But King Griffey Jr., we see it here right now. King Griffey Jr. and Mike Trout. Look at Mike Trout, one of the greatest of all time, picking the brain mm -hmm. of King Griffey Jr. As he I should. I was on the field seeing all this happen, and honestly, uh, it was so cool. I could have watched it for hours, and I couldn't even exactly hear what was going on. It is amazing, and it wasn't just Trey Turner who went off tonight, Ben. All of the U.S. bats contributed. Everybody did something. Almost everyone in the lineup got a hit tonight. The lineup was on fire. They yeah. took exactly what they needed to from last game and took it into tonight. This is what I talked about. You get that momentum, and it builds and builds and builds, and it finally feels like they're firing on all cylinders in this tournament. And I think it's a little bit of a combination of, okay, maybe they weren't all in yeah. at, the, at the very beginning of this tournament. And also... They're a week further into what would be spring training now, yep. a week further Get into getting timing. at bats. Timing is coming back. Mm -hmm. You're feeling the box is coming back. Your comfortability in the box is coming back. Yeah. All of that paired with the dominant win last night. And this, this Cuba team is a team that Team USA should have done this against. Oh, tonight. yeah. And they did. They took care of business. Everybody in the lineup from top to bottom was contributing in one way or, the, or another. And. Oh, man, it's good to see. And it all got started with Paul Goldschmidt. Goldie getting that home <laughs> run to give USA the lead. This was so cool, and Team USA needed this. That first inning, it could have gotten way out of hand. They limited it to one nothing, and then it immediately Paul Goldschmidt turns on a ball. The prototypical Paul Goldschmidt homer to left field. He ends up going two for five with a homer and four RBIs on the night. Four RBIs, an incredible night at the plate for the reigning MVP. And immediately following the game, I got to catch up with Paul Goldschmidt, which was super cool because you could feel and see the emotion on his face in this interview and what it means to represent the United States of America. Uh, it was just so cool. Let's check that out now. All right, I'm here with Paul Goldschmidt. First off, congrats on the homer. We'll talk all about that in a second. I want to talk about the top of the first inning because to me, that was the difference maker in the game. Bases loaded, end up getting out of it with one run. What was that top of the first like, and how big was it to get out of it? Yeah, that was huge. You know, they were able to get the first four guys on there, and, and you know, the floodgates could open. I mean, we would have still been confident, but to be able to, you know, get bases loaded, no outs, for them to only get one run was huge. And, you know, scoring there in the first and then continuing to score, uh, just a great game. Wainwright, uh, maybe some PFPs when he gets back to spring training? Yeah, you know, it is spring <laughs> training for us, but, I mean, just a great job for him. You know, he obviously, you know, maybe didn't have his best stuff, but found a way. They had some runners on. Even after, you know, that even in that first inning, making pitches so they didn't open that game up. So this game's crazy and uh, just a great job by him and the whole team. Then you come up in the bottom of the first, that home run to left field. How cool is it? I know you've done it before in this tournament, but to be able to hit a home run wearing Team USA on your jersey, how special is it? Yeah, that's one of my favorite home runs I've ever hit in, in my career, in my life. Um, you know, after they scored, to be able to get us back in the game right there and kind of get the momentum back on our side. Uh, you know, you want to contribute. There's so many great players, and you just want to do your job to be able to get that hit and contribute and, you know, help us win. Uh, you know, I'm very proud of that. I know a lot of people talk about this tournament, and they're loving it more and more and more. But for you, participating in it, wearing these colors, how much does it mean to you? Oh, it's the greatest time. I love it. I joked beforehand I begged to be on this team, and 
I'm having so much fun and, and getting to meet so many great guys. And I think they're enjoying it too. This is this is great. I, I love it, and the fans are into it. This is just it's such a great tournament. That's awesome, man. Congratulations on the win tonight. Go win it. Uh, go win it on Tuesday. All right, thank you. All right, man. Thank you. I don't think he had to beg too much to be on this Team USA team, no. the reigning NL MVP. But Alex, you could see it right there. The second I even started talking about what it means to wear that jersey, yeah. I wasn't even halfway done through the question, and his face just lit up, and you could see the emotion take over his face and the smile. It, it tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, just to put it into perspective for everyone at home, Every single player on this U.S. team who has been asked what it means to represent the United States or what that home run had meant to them or what that play had meant to them have all said that this is the coolest moment, the biggest home run, the biggest catch, and the most special of their career. Every single player Every you're asking. Every single player. It's the coolest thing. This tournament means everything. Yep to these players. Absolutely everything imaginable. Trey Turner last night after his grand or after his grand slam, the number one home run in his career. Yep. The very next night, Paul Goldschmidt, the best home run he's hit in his career. I mean, this is this is something special going on here, it Alex. Is. And I know this tournament has happened before, but this feels like the year where it really changed and, it and takes these off. players, the emotion on everybody's face Oh, man, it is so special, and it's special for us to be a part of it uh -huh. and special to be able to hopefully make everybody feel it that's listening as well. You know what else is special? What? USA is heading back to the finals. Back. They are defending champs, so this is back-to-back -back finals for Team USA. But I want to know, how have you seen this team evolve from the first game of the tournament to now? Well, here we can see now if you're watching the bracket, so... Team USA defeats Cuba in the first semifinal game. Now the next one is Japan versus Mexico. We'll talk all about that in a yeah. second as well. Team USA, the first team to punch their ticket back to the finals, just like they were in this last time. For me, what I have seen is a lot of evolution yeah. from the United States of America, from the first game against Great Britain to right now. Mm -hmm. Now what I mean by that is, yes, of course, the bats have gotten hotter. They've really picked it up at the plate, spring training, for them, spring training time has continued on. It's another yeah. week of at-bats. Pitching settled in a little bit. All around the game of baseball, they look better. But I've seen more and more of, of a buy-in yeah. from this team. And Mark DeRosa was talking about it today in his pregame press conference. He said it's something you can't explain mm -hmm. until you're a part of it. And you don't really feel a part of it until you continue on and on and on. Yeah. And even he said... The buy-in from these players, the emotion that he hears them talk about every single day now, that might have looked a little different game one, mm -hmm. right? When they were playing Great Britain, it was like, okay, let's let's win this game. But now, now by and large, every single one of those guys is playing for the United States of America. Yep. They're not playing for themselves. They're not playing for their statistics. They're not even playing to get ready for the Major League Baseball season. Yeah. They're playing for the United States of America. And Mark DeRosa, who's managing this team, said to see that transition from game one until now, where this, the series or the tournament shifted from Arizona for Team USA to Miami, playing in that environment last night, he said, as you continue on, it changes you. Yeah. And you can feel it amongst the whole team. And it's, that's been the evolution for me. This team right now is rolling more than they have all tournament. And, man, they are they're impressive to watch. I mean, you can 
physically see it, even just watching it on TV, the emotion from these players, how they're reacting after a big play on the field or a big hit, you know how much it means to them. But this was the first of the semifinal games. To Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE Trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tomorrow, we have another semifinal game. Japan is taken on Mexico. They are here in the States, and this is going to be Japan's biggest test yet. Absolutely. Team Mexico does it all, really. Yeah. Obviously, one through nine in the lineup, if you haven't watched Mexico play yet, one through nine is all major leaguers. That You're going to know who they are, and they're all very good major leaguers. They're led by Randy Arozarena and Joey Manessis this tournament. Alex Verdugo, another really big name in the lineup, but Arozarena and Manessis have been hitting around 500 for the entire tournament. The lineup is really good. For me, the reason they're here right now is their pitching. Yeah. Their pitching has been phenomenal. All of their starters, they have Julio Urias on the mound. They have Jose Urquidy, Patrick Sandoval. These guys they have starting for them are really good major leaguers. Oh, yeah. Julio obviously being one of the best pitchers in the game of baseball. Then their closer, they have Giovanni Gallegos at the back end. So Team Mexico might have surprised some people that they're here in the semifinals against Japan. But do not look at them as a big underdog in this game yeah. because they are definitely the best test that Team Japan has had yet. Their offense is good and their pitching will be good and they are a very complete team. Now, I don't think anybody is surprised that Team Japan is here in the semifinals. You've said it. We've all seen it. They are a complete team, top to bottom. Their lineup, their pitching, and they got one of their bright young stars, Roki Sasaki, on the mound tomorrow. Now, I say... Don't sleep on Team Mexico. Yeah. However, if Team Japan does what they've been doing all tournament, they should they should handle this game. I believe Team Japan is the most complete team in this entire tournament, and they have Roki Sasaki going on the mound, who is one of the most dominant pitchers on planet Earth, to yeah. be honest with you. The guy throws 102 miles an hour, nasty breaking ball stuff. Benji Gill, the manager of Team Mexico, actually said today, he said Roki Sasaki is a star, mm -hmm. and he will be a star in Major League Baseball as well. That's how good this guy is. That's what Team Mexico should expect is velocity, high velocity early on, yeah. good off-speed stuff. This name, Roki Sasaki, might not jump off the page to people in America, but I promise you, give it a few years, everybody will know his name. And with the way this tournament is going, if he shuts down Team Mexico tomorrow night, Already, everybody yeah. will know his name. He is a superstar, and I expect nothing short of a dominant outing from Roki Sasaki on Monday night. Yeah, I'm excited for U.S. fans to really get a chance to see what this guy can do. Now, obviously, the other big name on Team Japan, the rock star, Shohei Otani, who has done it all this tournament. Now, he pitched in the quarterfinals, so he won't be on the mound tomorrow, but he was quoted saying that if they make it to the finals, he will be available to come in and pitch in relief. How exciting is that? I love that. I mean, Shohei Otani for this team is obviously the biggest name, though Lars Newtbar, I might add, oh, is becoming a close second. Up. 
out there in Japan. Here's a picture here with Shohei Otani and his translator Ipe, a lot of the guys on the team. Also, Lars Newtbar there yep. at the dinner. It's Lars Newtbar, Murakami, Yamamoto, Miyagi, Otani, and Ipe at Nobu. What a picture this is. I know. Lars Newtbar is moving on up in that country. He's an absolute rock star there. But Shohei Otani and what he's doing for this team, uh, he gave the prototypical performance the other night, the last yeah. time he was out there, hitting well, pitching well. Shohei's doing it all right now, but for the reason you mentioned, or for the reason I just said that he pitched in that game, he yeah. won't be able to pitch in this game. And what we were told yep. is that Shohei Otani is not going to be pitching anymore in this tournament. That would be his last start. Now, that turned out to be true. It is his last start. But Shohei Otani to the media today said, if there's a chance, if there's an opportunity, and we advance to the finals, I will be available out of the bullpen. Now, let's put on your, your thinking cap here and really look into the future here. This is setting up yes. for what could be Shohei Otani against Team USA and a Mike Trout matchup. Shohei Otani against Mike Trout in the World Baseball Classic Championship. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because Team Japan and Mexico is going to be a great matchup. But Shohei Otani saying that he's available to pitch in the championship uh -huh. game, oh, that just got, this is going to be, it's going to be awesome. You know that's what I've been saying from day one of this tournament. What I wanted to see was Shohei Otani and Mike Trout face each other, teammates, two of the greatest in the game, and now... There is a possibility that that can happen. I am so excited. Wait, I can't wait. Even in this next game, obviously Shohei won't be pitching, but Patrick yeah. Sandoval on the mound for Team Mexico, yep. who is a teammate of Shohei Otani's. So Patrick Sandoval will be at least pitching to Shohei Otani, which will be a cool matchup as well. Yeah. So uh, they're gonna. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be great. All right, let's get back to this game and some special moments that we had today. These are our top three moments from the semifinal U.S. game, starting with number three, and that was being on the field during the national anthem. Yeah, you know, we, we did our pregame show as we're doing every day here during the WBC, and as we were walking off the field, we realized we better stop. They're literally starting the national anthem right now. We stopped, we stood on the field, we watched the anthem, we watched um, the Cuba national anthem, and then the uh, than the American National yeah. Anthem. And I got chills. It was emotional. One, because I love the game of baseball and looking out right in front of me and seeing a lineup of Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, yeah. Paul Goldschmidt, just that lineup They're is special. insane. So those guys right in front of me as our National Anthem was going on, it ending and the crowd breaking out into a USA chant. Yeah, I got goosebumps then. I have goosebumps now thinking about it. Man, being on the field during the National Anthem, with the American flag waving in the outfield of a World Baseball Classic mm -hmm. semifinal. Man, I can't ask for much more than that. That was special. All right, number two, Trey Turner, America's shortstop, having a multi-home run game after hitting a grand slam last night. I mean, what are we doing here? I don't know who we're taking off, but sorry, Trey Turner needs to be on Mount Rushmore. It's <laughs> gotta happen. This guy, Trey Turner for president. He continues to do it. He's literally the only reason Team USA is still in this tournament. Yep. Because if he rolls over into a double play the other night, well, guess what? Team USA is out of it. 
hits that grand slam, hits two homers tonight, breaks a ton of Team USA World Baseball Classic records. And if you're watching now, MLB on Fox posted quite literally Trey Turner on Mount Rushmore all by himself. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. I, Trey Turner is taking over the world right now with how hot he is and all of it coming out of the nine spot. It's just is crazy. Incredible. So most home runs for any Team USA player in a World Baseball Classic and his four RBI, mm -hmm. four RBIs in consecutive games also ties a record with Ken Griffey Jr. How incredible. That's incredible. And our number one moment, Adam Wainwright getting out of trouble in that first inning. Yeah, you know, I, I picked this one as number one because the game turned right here. Mm -hmm. You know, it felt like, okay, 0-0, zero, zero, bases loaded, nobody out. Then a run gets walked in. Yep. Then everybody in the U.S. is thinking, okay, uh -oh. we were supposed to dominate this game, and now we're one swing away from it getting out of hand. I mean, quite literally, Adam Wainwright was one pitch away from this being a 5 nothing ball game yeah. in the top of the first with nobody out. And all the credit in the world to Adam Wainwright, he got out of it. Nolan Arenado with a great play at third, coming home to get the first out. Then Wainwright gets a pop-up and then gets out of the inning. Wainwright deserves a ton of credit for that first inning because, really, he didn't deserve to get in as much trouble as he did. Some, some bloopers, a ball that was misplayed in the infield, a couple that were misplayed, a ball he thought might go foul, so he let it bounce, and it yeah. didn't. Adam Wainwright escaping the first inning was the turning point in the game. It happened quickly, and it can happen, quick, happen mm -hmm. quickly, and it happened at the top of the first. That was the turning point. Team USA took off in the bottom of the first, and it was off and running from there. What a first semifinal game. This is incredible. We got two games left here in the WBC. The second semifinal game tomorrow, Japan taking on Mexico. Mexico. And the winner of that is playing Team USA in the final on Tuesday. Man, what a, what a win for Team USA. They needed it. I told you I was in the press conference earlier with Mark DeRosa, and he said he was up until 4 a.m. preparing for this game. Yep. And somebody asked, why were you up until 4 a.m.? And he said, well, first off, I was reading everybody hating on me do on that. social media, <laughs> so I couldn't really sleep. And then he had to prepare for this game. But I don't think many people are mad at him no. now. What no. a night here in Miami. Alex and I will be back tomorrow, pregame and postgame. Make sure you're here, 6.20 p.m. Eastern time before the game. Alex and I will be live. Team Japan against Team Mexico and what is sure to be a great game. Epic I'm showdown. super excited for that one. So thank you all for listening. Alex and I have been live on the field here in Miami, and we will for the rest of the WBC. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Flippin' Bats wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple or Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can watch every single episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. What a blast. Alex and I are having a blast here in Miami. I hope you all are enjoying listening to it. We will be back tomorrow for another episode of Flippin' Bats Now. Peace.